This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The following is a paid program. The views or claims made are not necessarily those of WILK staff, management, or sponsors. It started with two women. And well, today, it's still two women. But not just any women. It's Laurie and Lynn. Who can turn the world on with a smile. Laurie and Lynn, giving Northeast Pennsylvania local talk to start your weekend right. Suddenly make it all seem worthwhile. And now, celebrating their 10th year on the air on WILK News Radio. Here's Laurie and Lynn. Love is all, no need to waste it. You can never tell, why don't you take it? You're gonna make it after all. everybody. Lynn, how are you? I'm fine. How are you? I'm wonderful. Thank you. Are we in winter or we, did we miss fall altogether? Uh, what happened? No, it happens. You know, it happens. <laughs> I actually have my scarf on and I'm going to tell you in my house, like I'll put it on before I, and like I'm already like a so hot around my neck and then you get outside it's freezing. <laughs> so it works, but oh man, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, what are you going to mm-hmm. do? Nothing. I, went, I like uh, it. You feel alive with the cold. Well, I agree. You know, you, it gives you some, like... Revs up everything. Revs it up, baby. Yeah. I went to uh, Allentown on Tuesday of this week. Living here in <clears throat> with my the two of my pals. The third one couldn't make it. But that, the group of us that get together from college. So we went to a place called Bravo in Lehigh Valley Mall. And it is an um, Italian restaurant. And it was really, really Bottle good. Red. Really good. So we had a good time. We mm-hmm. we were there from noon until about quarter of three. And then we went and did a little bit of shopping at Williamson Sonoma, which is one of my favorite stores. Yes. Did you get anything? Yes, I did. What I got did you some get? Finishing a press? No. <laughs> finishing sauces. Uh-huh. Which uh-huh. I love. Bordelais and uh, another one I forget what it was. But I love to do that with just sautéing a chicken breast and some butter and then pour some of that sauce over it and let it simmer for a little while. It's so good. Mm-hmm. That's a trick my sister told me. Okay. So I have to acknowledge Diane Gilbert for that one. And um, and I got some, uh, some of their very famous cotton... Um, hand towels well dish towels i'm sorry dish towels they are the most absorbent things i've ever had and i just saw they were sold in a three pack and i said okay these are going to the lake mm-hmm. so i did that and i told both of them joan and and julie rothman dr julie rothman retired i said uh i go right by the coach store do not let me go in there mm-hmm. Even if I see something, I do not let me go in there. Okay, all right, you're on. So I walked right by it, kept talking to them about something, and got to Williams and Sonoma, and I thought that was successful. 
And I you did didn't it. go to the coach? Didn't get in there to coach. Did I tell you? Now, I prefer to buy, seriously, like when I buy my Kate Spade stuff, I buy it from .com, Kate Spade. Because yes. I don't like the, 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 I don't like their... I like to go right. I don't want to go to the outlets. However, Coach Outlet is, seems to be much different than the Kate Spade outlets do. So, and I've never gone to one except when I went to Bethany a month ago. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if I told you this, but I was looking for a new f cover for my phone. Did I tell you this story? <laughs> and so this woman was very kind and she brought over some phone covers and there was one there that it was like a creamy color and it's like rubber and it has two protruding cherries one is a reddish and one is cranberry with the green leaves and the brown like the stem and they pop out on each side like they're they're it was gorgeous and they had no my they didn't have the size of my phone so I looked at them and I said, okay, well, this looks big enough, but it was. And I took it out. It wasn't, it was too small. So it, I looked on the back, which phone was it? So I called my son, Tommy, and I said, Tom, I have to get a new phone anyway, which I do. I said, what is an XR? And he goes, well, mom, it's actually 10, the Roman numeral 10R. I said, okay, well, it says XR. So I'm, and he said, I know. But he said, that would be perfect for you. I said, because why? I'm, he said, well, it's not as high tech or whatever it is of the other one. So of the 10 or whatever the next one is. Mm -hmm. And he said, so it would be really good for you. I said, because I'm, I'm electronically challenged. I do have to know how to use my phone, though. Okay. And he's like, yeah, it's perfect. So I bought the cover before I even bought the phone. Oh my goodness. I don't even have the phone yet. And the, but the cover is it's fabulous. Okay. I'm telling you, it's it's so me. It's I from absolutely Coach? love and it's from Coach. Okay. Yes. All right. And it's fabulous. Well I and, usually and it's, make it's rubber. So like it, it'll be better if it falls too. Yes. You know what I mean? It's, well that's what this one God is. knows it it's falls. Made of rubber. Yeah. Um, I usually make a trip to the um, crossings for some Christmas shopping. And uh, I will definitely go into that. I like that coach store because every time I've been in there. I, did, I didn't even know there was one up yeah, there. It's oh, all yes, the way I at do. the end. Yes, I do. And I remember seeing um, it from the highway. They really do have some wonderful deals on coach bags. Because uh -huh. uh, coach bags are never on sale. <clears throat> no. Whereas Kate Spade, which I love, they do do those sale and pop-up sales and they're, mm -hmm. you, you can get some good buys on those mm -hmm. but um i do like a coach bag they're they're small though coach bags not, are traditionally small not the ones other I than well, i don't like a tote though so that's well these are uh, the thing i loved about it was i was there on a wednesday and for some reason i guess they have these sales during the week to try to attract people to come instead of glomming on everything on the weekends when they get the bus trips that come in from new york right, and new jersey right. so um, I walked in and the woman greeted me at the front door and said, it's $100 off anything um, over $300 that you buy today. I said, I'm in. Mm -hmm. So I found this wonderful, wonderful bag that I love. And um, my problem is that I put too much stuff in it. And <laughs> Don't I, we all? No, that's this it. is a little, um, I forget what they call those, crossbody that's one. Your, that's a pro coach right there? No, oh, it's okay. not. But I'm just saying that if I start doing it, my coach bags will be filled up to the point where they are about 20 pounds. And do and you really know what you hurts. put in there? Oh, yeah, I do. 
Well, what is everything? Well, you do have everything but the kitchen sink well, in your purse because you pull out everything. I know. But the thing is, scissors, that's very much needles a Virgo and thread. <laughs> that's a Virgo trait. Oh. Um, I, <clears throat> yeah, I have a lot of stuff in there because I also carry Patrick's stuff as well. Okay. So they're all of his credit cards and. Why don't you just let him wear a fanny pack or something oh. back in style, and he can carry his own stuff? No. I have trouble having him. <laughs> keep one credit card yeah I one know. i know so i'm not even going there because that's just insane but i do love coach and that my thing was i would really love to have had coach create a red bag that i could use as power of the purse oh for for your logo for my logo well, and why for my website should have should have checked it out see if they, why didn't you re- reach out to them i did oh you did i did and i just and they, got oh i got lost in the maze of corporate yeah, of course crap. It's just and then this much. person i was talking to was promoted to someplace else and the person that i got to speak to had no idea what i was talking about and so it was what well we'll talk about our next marketing meeting okay that was the end of that I would love to have a coach, red coach bag. Yeah, well, there are. There are pretty bags. I know. That would be most fun. Mm-hmm. But that didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Well, also, I took a little trip to... Anything else? Yeah, yeah you I took, took a little your... trip to Bethany. Yes. Um, a reprise. Just of... over the night, overnight, over the mm-hmm. night, overnight. Did you to bring get my some tea things back? To get, yes, to get Good. some things that I um, wanted that I couldn't get the last time because we had no room room for anything um and uh so yeah we had a good time i love it there Mm -hmm. love love it there so now i know my way around i know what's there and it's it was good so we had a good time well my sister and i and her family more so than me are that familiar with cape may and the the surroundings. Yeah, I don't I don't know. Yeah. I've been to Cape May several oh, times, but I don't it. know the area. But it's love so it. pretty. Do you go down at Christmas? I keep trying to convince her we should do that. Yeah, it's so pretty. I've I've haven't been, but they say it's so pretty. It is beautiful. I love any shore town at Christmas mm-hmm. time. It's there's a different there's a little the vibe is so different. It is it is different. Mm-hmm. And I from what I understand most of the stores in the mall at Cape May are open for that week and they're closed, you know, until May or whatever it is. But it is, it's really beautiful and the decorations are yep. phenomenal. Mm-hmm. I love yeah, it. Yeah, I would love to go. It'll be here before you know it, too. I know. Because it always just comes so quickly. I know. And we have a short time span this year yeah, between because, Thanksgiving and Christmas. Mm-hmm. Five weeks rather than six. I did so, some shopping, though, some Christmas shopping. So you I, did? Uh, yes. Yeah, so I was good. happy about that. No, that's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. And that's the story. So what is my, when did you get back? You got back on Monday? S- Monday night. Mm-hmm. And was it a there lot There was of no traffic, traffic because, um, because it was labor, uh, Veterans Day. Yeah. And so, therefore, not a lot of people working. So yes. the traffic wasn't bad going through Wilmington and Philly and stuff. It was great. great. Well, outside of Wilmington. But nonetheless, yes, it was... We took the long way. We went right up 95 and went home through New Hope and the back way, New Jersey, and through the water gap just mm-hmm. to, you know, just Break for the heck of it. Yeah. So the turnpike is quick, and it's but it's boring. So yes. we just did a little different yeah. twist, and we had okay. fun. So, yeah, so we are going to be right back. You're listening this morning to Laurie and Lynn Show. It's Saturday morning with Laurie and Lynn. Now, back to Laurie and Lynn. 
Good morning. Good morning. How are you today? I'm wonderful. My name is Lynn Evans. I am the uh, managing director of a company called Women of Substance LLC, which is a financial planning firm specifically for the needs of baby boomer women. And I'm also the host of a podcast called Power of the Purse, and that's available on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. And I'm Laurie Cadden, the owner of Laurie Cadden Enterprises, which is a fundraising PR and special event business. Ta-da! Ta-da. A quiz. Uh, now, unless you read this and took the quiz. Where? And even if you did, I don't want you to tell me what the right answer is. I want what? you to be Well, upfront. I don't know where is it not. Where? A-O-P. No. Oh, no, good. I have all not right. Ready? looked at it at all. This is called Money Saver, and it's risky business. Oh. Financial misfortune can strike any time. Do you know the threats you face? Number one. Which of these two events has a greater chance of occurring? One, you win a $50,000 Powerball payout after buying one ticket, or you get struck by lightning sometime in the next year. Struck by lightning. Well, you know, that's the answer that I said, too. (laughs) But the answer is A, actually. Really? Yeah. Yeah, and they say the chances of being hit by lightning are one in one in one point two million, but your chances of winning fifty thousand dollars at Powerball are better. Okay. One in nine hundred and thirteen thousand. Okay. Sadly, you've only one in two hundred ninety-two million shot at a jackpot. Okay, number two, a mutual fund that you hold drops in value by twenty percent. How much will it have to increase in value to return to its original price? 15%, 20%, or 25%? Um, I don't know as the answer. I'm just going to say 25. Well, you're right. Okay. And the reason why... Okay. Do you want to know why I said it? The dollars are the same. The same $200. But you have to make up for the loss? No, but as a percentage of the lower figure... It's 25%. Okay. okay. The higher figure, it's 20%. Okay. And that's the reason why. It's a little goofy, but okay. Trick question. It was, at your local bank, you have a $300,000 joint account with your spouse, 100000 in CDs in your name only, and in a safe deposit box, $50,000 in cash. <laughs> a meteorite obliterates the bank. Boom. Which fails. How much will the FDIC give you and your spouse? 300,000 joint account, 100,000 in CDs, and 50,000 in cash in CD. I mean, in a safe deposit box. I don't think safe deposit boxes are covered under FDIC. I don't think. Um, It used to be $100,000 in coverage. Um, for FDIC. Now it's more. So I'm going with the 300000 Well, actually, it's, it is, uh, it's 400000 Oh, What did I say? You said 300000 Oh, well, you didn't give me 400000 yeah, 300000 joint account, 100000 CDs, and 50000 in the safe deposit box. So, so, so it's A and B? So it's A well, and B. Okay, I thought we were, were looking right. for one, though. So then that would that's why I was going for the higher. Well, All you're right. right, because the $50,000 is not is covered, not covered right. in safe deposit boxes. Right. Okay, 
um, four, which of these activities leads to more home fires in the United States? <sighs> Cooking or smoking? Cooking. You're right. Smoking causes the most home fire deaths, but cooking fires, which do an average of 6,600 in damage, are the most common home fires. Uh About a third of cooking fires get started when no one's in the kitchen. Yep. I didn't realize that. That was kind of creepy. All right. Number five, according to a recent AARP Foundation survey, what percentage of people who had been direct sellers for a multi-level marketing company said they lost money as a result. Don't you have suggestions? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> we have A, B, and C. I didn't get, I'm reading the, okay. the answer and I think, wow. Okay, A is 27%, B is 37%, and C is 47%. Say the question again, please. Okay. According to a recent AARP survey, what percentage of people who had been direct sellers for a multi-level marketing company said they lost money as a result? I don't know. I'm just going to go to the top. 47%. Well, you're right. Um, (laughs) 27% said they broke even and 25% said they made money. So it's... Yeah. Okay, number six. Uh, You're figuring out how to invest your retirement savings. How many individual stocks do you need to own to have what's known as a diversified portfolio? 15, 30, 55, or 110? Uh, 30, I don't know, I'm guessing. Well, according to them, they say it's 110. Oh, Jesus. I don't. I don't agree with that. That's high, isn't it? Yeah, I don't agree with it. I think My you God. can have a diversified portfolio with 15 stocks. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah. There you so, go. So, the, their answer is that it's 110. I okay. think that's nonsense. But anyway, okay. Number seven. Five years ago, a violation for texting while driving <sighs> would raise your insurance rates about one percent. How much will it raise your rates now? 5%, 10%, 15%, or 20%? Texting? Texting while say driving. 10. 10. Um, actually, it's 20%. Yo. Yeah. Okay. And um, it's more than 50% in some states. Whoa. Which should be, but yes. wow. Okay. Yes. Okay, number eight. Among women in their 50s. Which group is at a greater risk of a lower standard of living in retirement per a recent study? Blah, blah, blah. Single women or married women? Married women. Well, yeah, you're right. It is. One reason why, says the center, is that two-earner couples tend to undersave for retirement. In about half of these couples, only one of the earners has a retirement plan and may not save enough for both spouses. Mm -hmm. There you go. So, number nine, this is it. Out of the blue, you receive a phone call from the IRS. (laughs) saying that you must immediately pay $5,000 or you will be arrested. (laughs) Uh, Now, now really, the the question is so absurd. Who's going to 
to ask this question. What are the chances that this call is legitimate? It isn't. It, they don't call you. Zero percent. <laughs> they don't call. That is the answer. Zero percent. I don't, I don't listen to anybody who calls. I just got another call the other day. Now, I put that app on my phone or that... Robo? No, no. There's a coverage with your phone that's not an app. It's it's like where they'll say potential spam now. Oh, yeah. They, yeah. So... It's been, so I just let it go, but then uh, one slipped through, and it was this, you know, this this machine saying, "Yo, immediately call." Like, who is going to return that phone call? No one. And they tell you they're like the, you immediately call. Uh, so I like to call them back and harangue them. I told you that that yes. that company, the IRS people who call when they're real people, and I call them back, and I always get the same guy who answers the phone, and he's always <laughs> calling for something else. Yeah. And I just I I say you're a scammer, you're crazy, you know, knock it off, you know, everything. I, and he's and he hangs up, <laughs> hangs yeah. up on me. I don't care. I don't either. Then, then, then don't call me, buddy, because. Who doesn't, you cannot believe these people are, are for no. real. I saw something the other day. I was reading one of I these. I know what it I is. I think it's Tell the me. AARP bulletin. I was reading it. That there's, there are actually apps you can buy. Anybody can buy online that will allow you to scramble your phone number and make it be something it's not. And also you can, you can say where it's from. So you can say, instead of Scranton, Pennsylvania, you can say Topeka, Kansas, when it shows up on the phone. And I'm thinking, why? how is that legitimate? Why didn't they pull those? I don't I, but, The whole thing is, is and the thing nuts. is, Lynn, is because most people have made a mistake or haven't paid a bill or, you know, most people, in some way, whether it's lingering, it's happening now, it happened before... If so they play on your nerves that, oh, maybe this is resurfacing or whatever yeah. it is, and people call. Mm -hmm. I call from another phone and scream at them. Yeah, I've done. <laughs> and I get great satisfaction. So do I. Because he's such, it's this, I'm not kidding you, it's the same guy. They're either the IRS or they're this or they're that. Please. I had a similar thing happen, and I did the same thing. It was a recorded thing. I let it go all the way through, and then it says, press one if you'd like to, you know, yeah, talk yeah. to somebody. So I did it on purpose. I pressed one. And did they answer? Yes, with that very same heavy guy. duty. Uh, no, uh -huh. this was a woman, very oh, okay. heavy, uh, I think Filipino-type accent. I okay. wasn't sure. So she starts in with her thing, and I said to her, I didn't even give her a chance to go on. I said, all right, listen, you are complete fraud. Yes. I said, do not continue with this conversation, and she hung up. Yeah, exactly. Okay. That's fine. That's all you have to do. You get, there's something done. There's something good about it when they, when you do that because they're, it's it's unbelievable. I I, I don't know, I, and I don't know how they live with themselves. That's the same thing I thought of. How do these people do this? I guess it's good money because it's all probably Yo. under the table. It's but before we leave, I have some really funny thing I want to read because it will dovetail perfectly into our guest expert who will be up next. Mm -hmm. So this was on Facebook and it's called The Best Divorce Letter Ever. Dear wife, I'm writing you this letter to tell you that I'm leaving you forever. 
I've been a good man to you for seven years, and I have nothing to show for it. These last two weeks have been hell. Your boss called to tell me that you quit your job today, and that was the last straw. Last week, you came home and didn't even notice I had a new haircut, had cooked your favorite meal, and even wore a brand new pair of silk boxers. You ate in two minutes and went straight to sleep after watching all your soaps. You don't tell me you love me anymore. You don't want sex or anything that connects us as husband and wife. Either you're cheating on me or you don't love me anymore. Whatever the case, I'm gone. Your ex-husband. P.S. Don't try to find me. Your sister and I are moving away to West Virginia together. Have a great life. <laughs> she Your responds. Sister. Dear ex-husband, nothing has made my day more than receiving your letter. It's true you and I have been married for seven years, although a good man is a far cry from what you've been. I watch my soaps so much because they drown out your constant whining and griping. Too bad that doesn't work. I did notice when you got a haircut last week, but the first thing that came to mind was, you look just like a girl. Since my mother raised me not to say anything if you can't say something nice, I didn't comment. And when you cooked my favorite meal, you must have gotten me confused with my sister because I stopped eating pork seven years ago. About those new silk boxers, I turned away from you because the $49.99 price tag was still on them. <laughs> and I prayed it was a coincidence that my sister had just borrowed $50 from me that morning. After all of this, I still loved you and felt we could work it out. So when I hit the lotto for $10 million, I quit my job and bought us two tickets to Jamaica. But when I got home, you were gone. Everything happens for a reason, I guess. I hope you have the fulfilling life you've always wanted. My lawyer said the letter you wrote ensures you won't get a dime from me, so take care. Signed your ex-wife. Rich as hell and free. P.S. I don't know if I ever told you this, but my sister Carla was born Carl. I hope that's not a problem. <laughs> Where was that? On Facebook. Oh, dear God. I thought that was the best. So with that, we'll take a break and come back with our guest expert, attorney Barbara O'Hara, divorce attorney extraordinaire. And we'll be right back. It's Saturday morning with Lori and Lynn. Now, back to Lori and Lynn. Well, we're back. My name is Lynn Evans. I am the executive director. I guess it's a managing director, whichever one you want to call it of a company called Women of Substance, LLC, which is a financial planning firm devoted specifically to the needs of baby boomer women. And I'm also the host of a podcast called Power of the Purse, which is available on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. And our guest expert today is attorney Barbara O'Hara, who is a partner with Hughes, Nichols, and O'Hara. I got it right. Perfect. Yay. In Dunmore, Pennsylvania. Welcome. Uh, nice to be here. Excuse you. me. Okay, thank you. So it's mid mid November. Yeah. And so. in the family law world, I look at that and say, Does uh -oh. everybody know where the kids are going to be for November for Thanksgiving and Christmas? Exactly. And I, I try to keep these these uh, conversations uh, um, seasonal. Yes. And and 
<laughs> and relevant. <laughs> and relevant to, yeah. to the time of the year it is. Mm-hmm. And I've had people come back and say, I heard you on the radio, and you gave the advice that everybody should should work out their holidays. And she said, it never occurred to me before, and I, I decided <laughs> to call up my, my divorcing spouse, and uh-huh. sure enough, we needed to work out our holidays. Well, that's and a good what thing. I mean by that is you don't want to find out the day before Thanksgiving, hey, because Thanksgiving falls on a Thursday and you don't normally have kid, custody of your kids on a Thursday that you won't see them. You know, because that, that's a hardship for both your children and, right. your, and yourself that you don't see them at all. Mm-hmm. And it typically a custody order should make provisions for what people do on holidays. And holiday custody always supersedes regular weekly. So it's not, well, Christmas falls on a Wednesday. You don't get them Wednesday. Oh, well, guess you won't see them for Christmas. And you laugh, but know, lots but and lots of people think that, like that. Do they really? Oh, yeah, they do. They do. Wow. And you know what? That's unfair. And it's unfair to your children. Yeah. So uh, one would hope that you have a custody order that already provides for this. And what you can do with a custody order, if you can't work out something otherwise, then whatever's in the custody order is what you default to. So there's a lot of custody orders that will have specific times, Mm. and maybe you can accommodate each other a little bit better than the arbitrary times that are in the order. But if you can't, it's whatever time's in the order. So if it's 9 to 3, 3 to 9, that's what it is. But Barbara, isn't that something that is usually part of the normal... It is, is, but a lot of people have custody orders that say, well, we agree to split holidays, or they may have just split. Yeah, sometimes it's that vague because some people don't want to be pinned down to, oh, I only see my child from 9 to 3, 3 to 9 type thing. And a a lot of times people don't want to be pinned down and saying, okay, maybe we'll work out something. Yeah. Well, if you don't have a specific time in your order pick up the phone text email say let's work out something because it's two weeks from from thanksgiving and you don't want to find out the night before that oh geez thought i was going to have the kids here for my mother sister brother cousin and the kids aren't going to be here okay (laughs) and you know what that's what adds a lot of stress Mm -hmm. to the holiday Mm -hmm. and Quite honestly, you don't want that kind of stress. No. You want to to know when that's going to be. If you can't work out something, it's typically too late to run into court now because the court system is is really packed between now and the end of the year. It's very difficult for you to, to get in front of a judge, even though that may be what you really need to do. In the alternative, work out the best deal you can. Mm-hmm. And... Maybe you need to look at this and say, we're going to have Thanksgiving on Black Friday. And instead of having two big dinners on the same day, you say, okay, fine. You know what? They're with their dad on Thanksgiving this year. And, hey, I'll do do it on Friday or Saturday. Because Thanksgiving is what you make of it. Right. And and the family that's around. Mm -hmm. So it's not, wow, I have, you know. 8 to 2, 2 to 8, or 9 to 3, 3 to 9, or the night before until midday. And people will invariably say, well, my dinner's not until this time. Well, you know what? You need to change the time of your dinner. Mm-hmm. And, it, yeah, it may not accommodate all of your extended family. The court system can't please everyone. 
So if you and your and your spouse or ex-spouse have worked out times, ask your family to accommodate those times. If they can't, then they see them when they see them. Mm-hmm. And and you just have to work work around that. You know, and you do the same thing for your adult children. And I realize True. it's not the same. Yeah. That, um, yeah, especially it's really important. Yes, especially if they're married and they need to see in-laws. Mm-hmm. And, hey, I celebrate Christmas on the 24th because my daughter's going to leave the night of the 24th. So it's wake up the morning of the 24th and do presents. Yeah. You know what? It's... <laughs> Kids it's don't look funny. at a calendar like no. the adults do. They look no. at the presents. They look at the presents. Yeah. Hey, if they wake up on the morning of the 24th and there's a lot of presents at Grandma's house, they're thrilled. They're thrilled. Mm-hmm. And it is what it is. Yeah. And you know what? You can either make yourself miserable, try to work this out, or make the best of a tough situation. Well, what if you have a situation where um, you, you and your spouse don't even speak? Um, do you have to go through the attorneys and do all this? Yeah, lots and lots of times, yes. Okay. And your attorneys will invariably say, can you work this out between yourselves because you get all these calls? And so what can the attorney do? If you can't work it out with the other counsel, if there is other counsel, then you need to run in to try to get get a judge to give you a little bit of time so that you can work it out in the court system. It's probably too late for Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. so you better look at, at Christmas. Christmas is a Wednesday this year. Doesn't make it easy because it's not like, okay, middle fine. It's, it's, it's right in the, in the middle of the week, and it is challenging because that, you have yeah. people that might only be coming in for Christmas because they don't have off the, the, the days, days before late, and after. Yeah. Barbara, how many judges oversee family court? In Lackawanna? Yes, in Lackawanna. Th- there's... Um, Trish Corbett, right? Judge Corbett, uh, Judge Andy Gerbala, Judge um, Julia Munley, and uh, Senior Judge uh, Judge Harhut. Okay. So typically, typically four. Okay. And honest to goodness, they are slammed. They're, they're slammed. Yeah. And you know what? Everybody's trying to get everything done, and. Y- you really want to try to work things out with with the parent of your child or children rather than say, okay, we need to get into court and your number whatever on the list. And it's, you know, a, a judge is going to make some arbitrary decision and that you may or may not be happy with. And you know you're... Better off doing it without that happening, yes, right? It yeah. is better off doing it without that. It, you know, Barbara, I've seen so many... Um, families who've done this right who've been able to do what they're supposed to do and Mm -hmm. work even if you don't speak that much there was like i even know my my own case with my children we we did it ourselves and it worked out it worked out beautifully and and that's the wonderful exception it it is but they're not but people don't i know and people don't but the reason the point i'm getting at it's not like then I don't hear about it, and but, that's great. Right, but I know a lot of people who are, remain very close to their ex-spouse and have through the... My relationship was not like that, you know, cohesive, and it's we. St- my point is we still were able to work something out. So even if you can't, you could be a little... Think of... You have to think of... You can't think about yourself. You have right, to think about right. the children, and, right? And I'm the sure this really should be on what's right for your kids. Right. And if you know your kids are really going to want to see... Your ex-spouse's 
parents, parents right. and extended family and all the cousins get together, you know what, don't deprive them of that. Look for as much Spike. celebration as mm-hmm. the kids can the kids can handle because and it's only going to be better for them. I it mean, is because it they're is. already in a you know push me pull you kind of thing situation, and if you allow that, it's going to be they're going to be happier. If it, because consistency, I believe, in a divorce is the most important thing. Yes. And if you start changing all those things for spite, which often happens, as you mm-hmm. know. Instead of looking at being angry at the other person, they right. take it out on the kids. Yes. And that's and the in the thing. spirit of Christmas and Thanksgiving, right. Right. you know what? Put that aside Correct. and say, hey, what's the best thing we can do for our kids? Mm-hmm. You know what? My family can, can eat early. Your family typically eats late. Why don't we do that? You know, yeah. or, or something like that to accommodate accommodate all, all of your, uh, all of the children. Yeah. So now... Uh-oh. Now that we've done the holidays, um, <laughs> I typically see a lot of people in January because people will say, well, I'm going to stay with them through through Christmas. The holiday, oh, right? And yeah. then yeah. Yeah. January yes. starts anew. So you have a lot of people who think, okay, fine. I'm not going to disrupt the holidays by filing a divorce complaint or moving out of the house or have my spouse move out of the house. Let's do that in January. So <laughs> I... <laughs> You know what? You laugh, but I people know. do no. come in and yeah. say, "And you've okay, been doing this for so long." I've been doing this for thirty-eight years, <laughs> and people do say, "Okay, fine, we got through the holiday, and now." My secretary jokes, "Oh, they didn't like what they got for Christmas," but <laughs> it, 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 it's not that as much as as some people say. Okay, fine, I'll get through Christmas, and then January. I don't want to be as unhappy in twenty twenty mm-hmm. as I was in twenty nineteen. I'm going to make some changes. I'm going to file for divorce, whatever. Okay, so I wanted to talk in terms of what can people do in anticipation of that. And I'll finish this up in December because I'll never get to everything because we spent so much time on Thanksgiving and Christmas. But in any event, what you want to start doing, if you're contemplating divorce, number one, you have to start thinking of your own finances and providing for your own support. So if that means, hey, I haven't been working for the last 15 years, maybe you do need to look at the job market, start looking at at, at jobs because you're going to need to start pre- preparing and providing for yourself. And a lot of, a lot of dependent spouses uh, a lot of a lot of women will look at this and say, "Oh, geez, I never thought I'd have to do that." Well, yeah, yeah, yeah you do. Mm-hmm. And you know what? If it's the certification you let lapse, or I need a little bit of uh, education to to get to this, then start doing it. Right? Okay, you're the only one holding yourself back. And I, I'm always amazed at the number of people that really haven't thought it through. Of how am I going to provide for my own support? And they may have been very used to somebody providing for their own support. And you know what? You separate. Even if you run in and, and get a support order, you're not going to see any money for probably two months. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's four to six weeks to get a hearing. And then they garnish his wages. Maybe it's two and a half to three months. So you know what? Plan for that so that it, it's not a dire situation. Um, you know, whether or not you... you Put away a little bit of money in anticipation of that, or you get a loan from your family to say, hey, I'm going to need some money to bridge between when I, I move out of the house or when I separate and when I finally start getting money in, okay? Because you don't want to be destitute. 
You don't want to start right. the new year and say, oh boy, I never really thought that he would stop paying this. Mm -hmm. Well, you know what? Once you separate, that's the normal thing, that people stop making a lot of the payments that you always expected them to make. Mm -hmm. And you might need to run in and get, get a support order. Well, instantaneously, you're not going to get money. <coughs> They're going to attach wages and yes, that might take a little while and he works for a national company and that takes a little while or he works for the federal government or get it, gets uh, social security. All of those t things take time and you need to be prepared for that. Secondly, set up a bank account for just you. If your pay is going into a joint account, you don't want to separate and then all of a sudden your pay, your pay stub, your pay goes into a joint account. The other spouse retaliates, grabs that money out of the joint account. I've had this happen so many times. And they say, wait a minute, I didn't even get my pay. Well, think this through, plan ahead, <laughs> and, and change where your direct deposit gets into your new individual account. Okay? Credit cards. This is a, a, a crazy world. Okay. And with credit cards, your balance as of date of separation will be what gets considered in your divorce. No, don't run out and take cash advances or get that plastic surgery you always thought he should pay for. <laughs> yes, I've had that a, mo a handful of times. None of that is really going to be something that ends up being a marital debt. So look at what credit cards you jointly have. If the two of you are imminently separating, stop charging on those joint accounts. Stop, uh, call up the credit card company and say, you know, time this with when you're actually leaving that you don't want any new charges. They will close out an account if you, if you don't have a balance. If you do have a balance, they will typically say, okay, we won't accept any new charges so that your spouse in their anger doesn't run up and start charging all, all, all of these things that really are not marital debt post-separation. So, all right, um, I will continue this in December because uh, I know people will, will be thinking about this oh, for January. Oh, there's no doubt. Okay. Absolutely. All right, and <clears throat> have a nice Thanksgiving. Wonderful Thank you, being you with you. You too, Barbara. Okay, so... We'll wrap it up here, mm -hmm. and uh, we hope everybody has a wonderful weekend, and be safe, and please be nice. Bye. Bye. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.